I'm Letty Alvarez, ex-employee turned successful CEO. But it wasn't that long ago that I lacked the time, money, and frankly, the business know-how to grow and manage my small business. Fast forward through a ton of stress and many, many lessons learned, and you'll find the amazing business I run today. One that brings me joy and financial freedom. I created My Sweet Business Podcast to give you simple and actionable strategies to help you grow and manage your very own amazing business. So if you're ready to take that next step and invest in yourself, you're in the right place. Welcome to My Sweet Business Podcast. Let's do this. Hey guys, what's up? Are you ready to get your learning on? Yeah, baby, me too. This episode is so juicy and filled with so much valuable information that I decided to type up the notes and I'll be happy to send them to you after the episode. Okay, so let's get this party started, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, guys. So today's episode is all about how to start a cake business from home. There is so much to cover here. So let's get going. Okay, I've got 10 tips for you. And these tips are super, super important if you want to be successful at starting your business. All right. Tip number one, starting your cake business from home requires you to get licenses and to be regulated. When starting a business, it's important to start on the right and legal foot. Every state is different and requires a a variety of different things that you're going to need. But because they're all different, I can't tell you exactly which one or what you're going to need. So the best thing I can tell you is to check with your local agricultural department to get information on what license, if any, that you're going to need and what steps you need to take to comply with state regulations. Tip number two, figuring out what you want to sell. Before you start your business, it's so important you figure out what you want to sell. You can sell many kinds of items, but if you choose to niche down and become known for one particular item or perhaps one particular style, you will have a greater chance at standing out in an already crowded market space. So think about that. Step number three. Figuring out who you want to sell to. This is a key component most new business owners miss. Knowing who your ideal customer is, is a critical component to developing the right messaging and marketing to draw them in and make a sale. Really put some time and effort, guys, into figuring this one out. It will help you in the long run. Trust me. All right. Now, step number four, sourcing your ingredients and materials. Sourcing your ingredients at a lower cost than retail pricing 
is the only way to ensure that your business will have a decent profit margin. And staying profitable is the name of the game, people. If you pay too much for your raw ingredients or materials, you can bet that your profit margin will be too slim. And this is surely a way to go out of business before you even begin. Finding your goods at a low cost is critical to your success. So start to do your homework. The internet and Google were my best friends. So use them to find out where you can start to get your materials. Okay, step number five. And this one is a doozy. This one is pricing your products. You guys, this has always been such a problem for most business owners, even seasoned ones, believe it or not, still struggle with this task. Understanding your pricing is so much more than just analyzing your cost of goods, your overhead, your marketing expenses, etc., etc. You know, one of the most important variables is adding in your labor cost and profit margin for your company. Most business owners struggle with this because when you first start out, you are so excited to get the sale and you're actually the laborer. You know, let's be real. We're all our own employee. We're a one man show in the beginning for quite some time until we start to make more money and we can pay people. But in the beginning, you are the laborer and you're just so damn happy that you got an order that you end up not adding in your labor. And most of the time you don't add in the company profit margin. This is a huge problem for most businesses because if you're not paying yourself and you're not collecting money for your business in each transaction, you will surely not be profitable. And I can tell you, you won't survive. According to the Small Business Administration, Studies show that in that 82%, guys, that's like a lot of people, 82% of the businesses that failed in 2019 cited cash flow as the main factor for their failure. They just didn't have enough money to keep it going. Don't be one of those people. Give yourself a fighting chance and make sure you pay yourself and that you make a profit from every transaction and you put that away in your business account. That is the key to survival, okay? Okay, oh my gosh, I wish I had a glass of water. All right, here we go, number six. We remember we got 10, so we're halfway through, guys. And I think, you know, for halfway through, I think we need something. How about a little air horn? Yeah, I got this, I got this. We can do it, we can do it, okay. All right, number six. Investing in equipment. This is often one of the biggest reasons why most businesses fail. They buy everything they need to be successful. They build up debt before they even open their doors. Yes, buying equipment is necessary to start your business. 
But understanding that you don't need it all up front is important. You can get by with non-commercial equipment. And as your business bank account grows, you can start to reinvest your earnings into upgrading your equipment a little bit at a time. Remember, guys, slow and steady wins the race. Trust me, this I know. Pace yourselves. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Number seven, investing in ongoing education, attending conventions, and business networking. Gosh, that is a mouthful. Okay. Here we go. This step is often overlooked by many new business owners. Everyone is so excited to start their business that they forget to plan ahead for their business future. Investing in planning to continue to learn new skill sets and attend industry conventions as well as build relationships with business peers is critical to staying in business. It's a business jungle out there, people. Don't get it twisted. And no one should go at it alone. There is strength in numbers. Find a pact and join them or create a pack of your own. And what I mean by investing in ongoing education, I don't mean go to college for business. I don't mean go to college for uh, learning how to market or brand. I mean, learning how to market and brand is necessary, trust me. But what I mean is if you're a cake maker and your skill set is good, you want to continue to invest in learning new, new skills and upping your game because you know that trends change, you know, periodically or monthly or what have you. And if you don't have the skill set to execute a cake that is trending, then you get left behind. So that is what I mean by investing in ongoing education. And, and this is something that's free, guys. You can YouTube classes now. You can um, spend hours upon hours learning online. It doesn't have to be going to a class, getting in a car and all of that jazz. Nobody's got time for that. But it's important to continue your education. Okay. Oh my goodness. Number eight, time management. This is a doozy. This task can be easily managed if you add systems and procedures to ensure you become a lean, mean business machine. That's right. You can do it. The problem is most of us lack the discipline to create and install the systems and procedures needed to do so. Instead, we run around like crazy chickens and complain that we don't have time and we're losing our minds. But in reality, this is an easy fix, guys. If you make it a priority in your life to create the systems and procedures needed to find the peace and balance you seek, you will run your business with ease. I promise you this. Tip number nine, how to grow your business. Now, I'm going to introduce you to a method that you're probably going to go, what? Huh? What are you talking about? 
Mm-hmm. Here we go. Growing your business is a key part of succeeding in business, guys. One of the best things you can do to grow your business is to provide a clear message through your marketing and branding on what problem your product is solving for your audience. Now, I know, I know, most of you are scratching your head and right now you are wondering, Letty, have you lost your mind? Girl, I sell cakes and cookies. Cakes and cookies don't solve problems. They just taste good. So I'm going to say to you at this moment, nope, not true. If you are marketing to a busy working mom who lacks the time and skill set to create a beautiful cake and beautiful cookies for their child's birthday party, then I say to you, you are a hero. That's right. You are solving a big problem. Mom guilt is a real thing. I've got five kids. I got mom guilt all the time. Trust me. A mom in need will appreciate your talents and the goods you provide because it helps them feel better knowing that if they can't make that themselves, they can still buy their child the cake of their dreams. So start to think outside of the box and showcase what problem you're solving. And trust me, you will see growth in your business. People just don't market that way. All they do is slap a picture on the internet and say, look at my cake. That doesn't do it anymore, guys. Everybody's kind of like fading out because they get a million cakes coming at them every day. So you've got to get creative and think outside the box. Okay. All right. That was number. Oh my gosh. That was number nine. Yes. Can I get some love here? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to number 10 people. Just bear with me. I'm delirious right now. Uh, number 10, how to maintain your business and create loyal fans. All right. This one is pretty interesting. So bringing in new customers is often our number one goal, right? So it's common to forget about the customers we already have. But this is where you have to get really creative and apply the 80-20 rule. And it's a great way to maintain and grow your customer base, okay? The 80-20 rule states that 80% of your business comes from 20% of your current existing customers. Therefore, if you focus your attention on showing love and appreciation to your existing customers, they will be one, more likely to buy more stuff from you, and two, they're gonna tell more people about you because they just feel so much love and they wanna reciprocate that love by telling everybody that you're the best. So think of ways of how you can show customers love and appreciation. Perhaps you can add a customer reward program or, or have a customer of the week campaign. You know, get creative and watch your fan base blow up. Trust me. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like that's it. I, I have done it. I am at the end. We have gone through the 10. It, uh, it went by very quickly. But remember, if you miss anything, don't worry. I've got notes for you. So you guys, it has been so much fun. Make sure to tune in next week for our episode on how to price my cakes. That's going to be a doozy because that's always such a conundrum for everybody. <laughs> Trust me. Okay, so if you want the show notes, just head down into the podcast show description and click on LettyAlvarez.com to get your copy sent to you. And last but not least, guys, I hope you found this episode to be educational. I, uh, I wish I would have had something like this when I started my business 13 years ago. It would have saved me so much time and money and frustration and tears. You can't imagine. So uh, if you liked what you heard and appreciate me taking the time to explain it, please hit subscribe on my podcast and show me some love. Yes, yes. And uh, go ahead and while you're there, rate and review us. But only if you're going to review nicely. Okay, I don't want any sourpuss reviews. <laughs> okay, so if you um, think this episode was helpful uh, and it could help someone else, please go to our Facebook business page, which is called My Sweet Business with Letty Alvarez. Hit the like button, people. Come on and share the podcast post with your friends. All right, you guys, this is uh, Chef Letty sending you warm hugs and lots of love. Get out there and make some money. I'll catch you next time. <laughs>